Welcome to Brands Made Meaningful, conversations with the team at Susner about how purposeful branding inspires unity, identity, and powerful change for growth-minded organizations. Hey, Tucker, welcome back. We're here for another conversation. Yeah, super exciting. Every conversation with you is exciting, Derek. Another brand's made meaningful conversation for anybody who's tuning in for the first time. We'd just like to say welcome. We're coming up on about, I don't know, two dozen of these now. And so... Yeah, that time flies when you're having fun. And the list of topics that we've got in the queue to talk is lengthy and it keeps growing. It's growing faster than we're able to actually get to some of these. When you tell people like, hey, I started a podcast, they're going to be like, well, what are you going to talk about? And that's exactly what we thought right at the beginning. It's like, what are we going to even talk about? How are we going to get to 40 episodes or 30 episodes? And yeah, our list is long for like, oh, here's a conversation. Here's a conversation. Which is great. Easier and, uh, than you think it is. Heck yeah. <laughs> you know, and you know, as a side note, kind of sh- private notes, what do we call this? Production meeting, an, on, oh. an on-air production meeting. Oh yeah, great. Just want to publicly shout out two people, two people that have been really critical in us doing this besides our team here at Susner. Yeah. One is our copywriter extraordinaire, Jeff Mueller at Floating Head. Mm. Jeff's started now taking these podcasts and helping us expand them into some narratives and into some articles that we'll yeah. start posting on our website if we haven't already for additional perspective and insights into some of these topics and then also want to shout out our producer cameron yeah he's a winner he's figured out Podbean and spotify and uh, how to level all the vastly differing and altering air conditioning and hvac um, issues that we deal with here in our in our conference room space so thanks guys Okay, let's get into it. Let's talk about what we're talking about. Today, it's all about reversing assumptions. It's all about how do we get our minds into a different space? How do we change our thought process? This one hits close to home because we're in the process of refining and revising some of our own stuff, some of our own brand work, our own, which we're always revising and refining, but some of our own positioning. And I and I find that we get so close to the topic at hand or to the issue at hand. And this might not even be anything creative. It's just we're trying to solve something and we're trying to work through something internally as a team. And sometimes we find ourselves beating our heads against the wall or getting stuck in the minutia of a word or language or something that's preventing us from getting to a solution. Yeah, I think we have clients too. When we ever come up with uh, solutions, someone goes, how did you get there? Here's one exercise we do to get there, wherever there is. And we call it the assumption reversal. This is something Derek and I learned in level C brand workshop courses that we take. Fantastic. Go check them out if you haven't. And this is a big part of just thinking different, trying to get things on a different page and change your mind. I call this the eye roll exercise because a lot of answers come back and they go, really, really, you're going to say that? You'll see why in a second. But how would you just walk through what it is that we're going to do? It's it's an exercise and do like the step-by-step. Sure. So thinking about if you on your team are approaching something, let's make it tangible. Like let's say you're brainstorming, rewriting your brand's tagline and you're talking about the words that describe what you do. And you're, th- and you're thinking about 
all the various ways to say that and how that sounds and phonetics and is it trademarkable and how does it sound next to your company name and you get stuck. If you get stuck, the, the assumption reversal exercise is something to consider giving a try with your team. So the way that we look at it is four or five steps. Okay. The idea first is to just get out of your system all the basic assumptions, all the first things that come to mind. Write them all down. Yeah. So if we're talking about taglines, it's, well, write everything, good or bad. I, I find that the worse, the, the more corny, the worse stuff that you put down on the page, the actually the better it turns out to be. The most obvious stuff, put it on the page. If you sell um, printing services and you say, well, people want printing, that's pretty obvious. Yep, put it on the page. We're going to reverse that assumption real quick. So just every single thing that you could possibly do. So if the first step is to put every assumption you could possibly think of, how long we give people for that? Um, I like to go 10 minutes. Okay. Um, 10 minutes on your own, just you know, with, without distraction, write them down, whiteboard them if you can. Throw them on sticky notes is even better because yeah. then we can put them up on a whiteboard together and then come together and look at all these like baseline kind of boilerplate typical assumptions all the first things that come to mind the obvious stuff yeah uh, 10 minutes probably i got smoke coming out of my ears at like five minutes into it but that's okay because you want to get all of the stuff i think the longer you sit there the more obvious you get and that's why i call it the eye roll exercises because you say things like well people want to save money well yeah maybe exactly just put it on there um so then once we have all those things we come together as a team the second step is to really write them all down, make sure we have everything. That shouldn't take very long, but then just flip the opposite, right? Yep. So if you're a printing company, and what if the tagline doesn't say printing in it? Yeah. It's the, it's the what ifs, why not, how else could we do this? What's the opposite? What's the assumption? What's the reversal of the assumption that you just stated? If your brand color is, I don't know, red, and you're thinking about how to execute something, the, the first assumption was that, well, this should be red. Well, what's the opposite of red? Yeah. Is it no color, white? Is it that we're not telling a color story? So if we have all of those assumptions on a page and then we flip them, right? And we have all of these other ideas. Normally in that, you get an, ooh, like, ooh, that's kind of interesting. Um, if you don't get there yet, it's not a problem. So flip all your assumptions and then start picking the ones. I We go through each of them, right? And we say, what do you think about this one? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Why doesn't it work? And why is it great? So if we do that for all of them, we normally start shaking out some of the ones. It's like, well, that's an assumption reversal, but it doesn't make sense because of this. But we normally start with why is it great so that you have all these positives in there. And then you can come back and say, why is it not going to work? Yep. And that, and there's actually another exercise that we do that follows yeah. through on that. That we'll, It's called the six hats. And we can talk about that another time. But yeah, so then finally, it's picking the one or the two or the three that really start to stand out, maybe even not on their own, but they're nuggets of ideas that start to inspire you that then take your team to that place where you can start to select the best ideas that would stand out, that would be maybe disruptive. Um and then you add them together normally. So let's talk about yeah. a real customer that we're working with. Okay. Um, where we've done this, um, I can think of two ways that we've currently done this with them. Um, the organization's called Interchange. Yeah. They're a nonprofit 
that we've worked with for about a dozen years, and we're currently in a brand refresh update process. By the time that this comes out, it's possible that the new website might even be live. Should be done, yeah. So what we started with was the story. The story of Enterchange is an organization that comes into nonprofits' facilities and helps them find ways to be more energy efficient so that they save money. And I think on their their current tagline right now might be save energy, save money. Yeah, it is. Um, And they've really honed in on that. That's what all their marketing really is about. It's about saving money. It's not really even about saving energy to some portion. It's really honed in on that end goal of saving money. It's about saving energy because this organization was founded and rooted in a mission that was about being environmentally responsible and doing the best that they could with the services that they provide to reduce carbon footprints and to be good stewards to the environment. Yeah, but that doesn't really have any place in their day-to-day communications. Exactly. Right, so their promotions, their emails, their newsletters, all that stuff, it really hones in on save energy, but save really money. That's what we're really worried about. And the reason that they were interested in a brand refresh was because that story is not resonating with people. Not anymore. I think when you tell the story, and this happens a lot, when you tell the story of features and benefits, and we can have a whole conversation on features and benefits, but when you tell that story for so long, your long-term customers start losing the desire to keep moving forward with those features and benefits. They even said to us, when we, we talked about what some of the challenges they were running into, they said the story of save money the answer they get, and literally for somebody to engage Enterchange, to come into your organization and to do an assessment, it's probably free to you based on the way that Enterchange as an organization is set up. And it's incredibly an easy process to do. And so we say, well, why aren't more people doing it? Why are you, you know, why are you keep running into these walls? And they keep saying, well, it's too good to be true. That's the response yeah. we get. No, it's too good. All you got to do is sign this and look, show us this, and we'll save you. No, literally, we're going to save you a couple hundreds of dollars a month instantly. But it's too good to be true. So the story's not working. So if we've identified the story's not working, and with Enterchange saying, well, save money, save energy, and they've determined that, well, maybe we're just tired. Maybe we're not, like, maybe our message is a little tired. Maybe our brand's a little tired. How do we move forward? I think that very first step is what we're talking about right now is yep. assumption reversal. How do we reverse that assumption? Where do we start? And where we started was, well, what if nobody cares about saving money? Right. Not to say they don't, but to say what if? What if they didn't care about saving money or saving energy at all? Yep. What would we say? What if what if nobody cared at all about saving the environment? Now that's a terrible thing to say because of course we all care about the environment but little let's just turn this on its head and see what happens yeah and from there we started flipping the reverse uh we're flipping the assumption to then say so if no one cares about money maybe they maybe they have all the money in the world and they're like money means nothing to me why are you talking about it what would we say and we came down the realm and this also comes out of another way we can look at it but we really come out and saying, well, maybe features and benefits aren't going to work anymore. And what about outcomes? What kind of outcomes can we communicate that someone would care about? And that was the gold, the golden sort of nugget with this specific uh, assumption reversal is, of course, these businesses care about money. 
But just posing that question, well, if they don't care about saving money and they don't care about their energy bill, then what do they care about? Mm -hmm. And that led an inspired conversation with our team to, we started the process by writing down all the assumptions about what saving money does, what that means to them. And it, and in that flip, um, we ended up coming up with a story that actually doesn't have the words save money or save energy. It's not part of the story at all anymore. Yeah. No, not at all. And if you go to their website, interchange.org, you might see what that new story is. Um, and it really has nothing to do with money. It has way more to do with opportunity and all the things after. And we can have a whole another conversation yep. about that rebrand. But I, I think another example of this is with a company called Game One. We, re, we branded Game One and where the assumption reversal really came into play for our team internally was all about the color. We looked at colors and they are in the team sport space. They deal with team sport colors all the time. What color should we be? What color should we be? And we kind of had many conversations about this. And the assumption reversal is, well, maybe we're no color. And that was a light bulb, right? That was like, oh my gosh, maybe we don't have a color. Why wouldn't we have a color? And it goes down a different conversation. But just having the initial meeting, and sometimes these meetings take longer than you would want them to take, but it's putting everything on the table as opportunities to change. And that's really the gold standard with this assumption reversal exercise. Back to interchange, we use the same process in logo design work. Yeah. We literally got a whiteboard out and said, all right, what are our assumptions when it comes to interchange? And of course, we've got a decade of a history of working with this organization. What do we know? What visuals, images, icons, symbols come to mind as when we think of energy, saving money, and the work that interchange does? And we, we literally fill the whiteboard. And then it was the pause and step back and to say, okay, now what, what, the, what are the opposites of this? Yeah. And out of those creative, now this was a creative project, but out of those conversations, didn't necessarily say, oh, the new logo is going to be this right here. But there were a handful, there were three or four very specific nuggets of, inver- of, of information and insights that came out of that conversation that directly led to the the mark that we're now refining right now. Yeah. It's it's very interesting to be in those conversations. It seems simple. I know it does. And we're talking about it right now in my mind I'm going, "Well, yeah. We just did of it course. for uh, Carboni's Pizza." Yeah. They had a an opportunity to wrap a huge metro in downtown Minneapolis, a huge metro transit thing. It's like, "How do you do that? What do we do? Do we talk about pizza? Do we talk about this? Do we talk about that?" And so for us it was really flipping that on the edge and going well, maybe nobody cares about pizza. Maybe no one's hungry ever again. Maybe none of this exists. Maybe Carboni's doesn't even, and if you didn't know who Carboni's is, they're a pizza place in Minneapolis. Pizza places. People, about 35 yeah. of them. Yep. And for us, that was super helpful to then come back with them with fresh ideas. And I know a lot of our clients rely on us to just think about things differently, to say, I have a project, what should we do? Our answer shouldn't be the obvious every time. It should be multiple different opportunities for them to think differently upon how they're utilizing that that medium. Yeah, it like I said, and maybe today's a shorter conversation than some, but because we've been because we use this exercise and we've found found it extremely helpful, not only for the 
companies that when we're working on their projects, but also for ourselves at the idea of sharing this exercise, which again, it seems like common sense, but sometimes we just take it for granted or, or we forget that step. And next thing you know, you're stuck and spinning on something um, without having the clarity of, you know, what you could do to get you back on track and wanted to share that this is a super helpful one. Yeah. A, a good tip for doing this exercise is don't be too serious. Don't overthink it. And then what they talk about in level C all the time is get funky, go do something, feel like it's a really dumb idea and that's okay. Just keep moving forward. As long as you're a little uncomfortable, you should be in a good place. Yeah. That's how we get to being disruptive, how to find Whatever it is, the the solution is that stands out, that's hopefully distinctive, differentiated, yeah, gets you to think about things in a brand new way. It's the, a it's a really great way to stretch that gray matter muscle. The gray matter muscle, yeah. All right, I think that's it. So until next time, um, if there's something you're stuck on and you would like some conversation from our side about how we overcome some of those issues, some of those ways of thinking, some of those approaches, let us know. We'd be happy to add it to the queue. Reach out. People reach out. Thanks. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Yeah. Bye. Susner is a branding firm specializing in helping companies make a meaningful mark, guiding marketing leaders who are working to make their brand communicate better, stand out, and engage audiences to grow their business. For more on Susner, visit susner.com.